Hey listeners, do I have an event for you? Billings American Legion is putting on their annual Hall of Fame dinner April 9th at the Doubletree Hotel. Join us for a night of fun honoring current and past Legion ballplayers. All proceeds go right back to the program. More information to follow, but you want to be sure to mark this date. This year's Hall of Fame class is truly amazing. You can follow their stories here on our podcast and then meet them in person at the Hall of Fame dinner. They are an inspiration to all. Thank you and for your support. My computer is being kind of slow today. There we go. Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today I am joined by a good friend of mine, Kyle Blankenship. How are you doing this morning, man? Good, how are you? Good. All right, so the first question is, it's kind of relevant right now. What the heck happened with Michigan basketball yesterday? Well, I mean, I, I have no idea. Jawan Howard is, uh, I don't think he'll lose his job. Or I don't think he deserves to lose his job. No, I mean... I watched it this morning with the highlight and it seemed like the Wisconsin guy kind of egged it on. Exactly. little man had to get in his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's just crazy. I, I saw that. I'm like, all right, I got to ask Kyle about this because I know you're a big Michigan guy. So. But I'm all about Kentucky basketball. So don't worry. Oh, that's true. I forgot you're not well, Michigan, basketball. Michigan football, but Kentucky basketball. All right. Whatever. Like in the, <laughs> best in the country <laughs> well michigan occasionally like once go. every 12 years <laughs> yeah, no no doubt for sure they were good last year but um so yeah um so growing up in michigan you know it's a big fall and basketball state it does have a big hockey um tradition what was it like growing up there for you uh it was hold on can you pause it mitch Sorry, Alexa, Kyle on. All right. So what was it like to, you know, grow up in Michigan with the culture of all the different sports there? Uh, it was pretty fun. Uh, everything's really high level there. I mean, hockey, basketball, football. Um, I mean, not to shit on uh, Montana sports, but it's a lot faster pace and there's a lot more going on. There's more pro sports. and obviously the higher level of college uh, sports is a lot more entertaining and coming here, it was a culture shock of you guys care about your lower level college teams about as much as we care about the university of Michigan or Michigan state. And then that team down South. So. (laughs) No, for sure. And I mean, you guys do have um, great pro sports with, you know, the tigers have a good history. Um, the Red Wings have a good history. Lions don't necessarily they have, a, have a. They have a great history. The Red Wings okay. have a great history. Great history. There you go. <laughs> and the Lions don't necessarily have a good history, but they're just kind of you can't hate them. <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, who they have? Come on. And we kind the the Lions kind of won a Super Bowl this year. I mean, this year they did. They had Eminem and they had Stafford in the Super Bowl. So there you exactly. go. Exactly. <laughs> No, for sure. So how did you get started into hockey, man? So actually, funny enough, it has nothing to do with Michigan. Uh, there's a major junior hockey in Spokane, Washington. 
that's where my uh, grandma and grandpa live. And uh, my grandpa took me to a Spokane Chiefs game, and I was hooked immediately. So, oh, that's awesome for sure. So one of the big things about hockey that I know, not being the biggest hockey fan in the world, is the fighting that goes on. What or how many fights were you involved in? And, you know, what's like the best part of the fights for you? I would say, A, I can't tell you how many. (laughs) B, I'd say the best thing about hockey and the fighting that goes on in hockey, which it's a lot less anymore, but, uh, you, it's never we hate each other at the end you get up and you give each other a big hug and say good job it's not like getting in a street fight and you want to kill a guy it's just it's part of the sport and everybody understands that yeah for sure so you know you played here in Billings and what teams what kind of or I guess what different teams did you play from the area you know here in Billings I only play for the Bulls the junior hockey team here that used to exist that is now being replaced, quote unquote, by the Billings Blizzard, which that's a whole different subject. Uh, <laughs> so I just play for the Billings Bulls. Um, I moved here from Colorado Springs where I was playing because both my parents had gotten jobs out here and I wanted to graduate high school where my parents were. So I moved out here and played for the team that was here and finished my hockey career out playing here. I was going to go play college hockey and then, you know, just decided I was done. Yeah, for sure. So you kind of mentioned the Billings Blizzard. What are your thoughts on that? Not going to exist. You don't think so? No, they have nothing going for them yet. It's they're the only team in the league. Uh, it's just a joke. Yeah. I didn't realize they were the only team in the league. At least a football team went into a league like that's already established. Exactly. And that has more traction in this city than anything else. So for sure. I didn't realize that they weren't going into a league. Plus, it's kind of like they don't quite know where they're playing. They don't know if they're going to play at Centennial or Metro. Well, and from what I hear, the Met- Centennial people aren't even interested. So, huh. Interesting. <laughs> For sure. So what position did you play? I played center, right wing, and defense. Kind of played it all. Oh, okay. So which one did you like? Mostly when I was here, I played right wing. Did you like more of the offensive or did you like the defensive guy? Oh, definitely offensive. Uh, Defense is, you get blamed too much for shit when you're playing defense. (laughs) (laughs) You get away with more as an offensive guy, huh? Yeah, exactly. You may, Uh, it's, you're less of an opportunity to, ruin the game for your team than if you're a defenseman (laughs) (laughs) for sure so i kind of want to know and i asked this to a soccer player and i don't know if they're the same rule but the offsides thing for hockey how do you or like what is that and okay so ours is so straightforward compared to soccer our line doesn't move It, it stays at the same spot all the time and basically if i were to have the puck and my teammate went over the blue line and I passed the puck to him. That would be offsides because he crossed the blue line before the puck did. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. I just have, I've watched a few hockey games because with the Kraken coming into the NHL, I like Seattle sports. So watched a few of their games and I've seen the offsides like, all right, I kind of get this, but I don't. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, what is your favorite aspect of hockey that made you want to continue it as long as you did? To be honest, uh, being good at it was helpful pretty much immediately. It just came very naturally. And, uh, but then I, there's just something about getting up early in the morning, especially when you're a kid and going to the ice and being cold as hell, but smell of the arena, the, just everything about it is, it's a whole culture. There's traveling, there's, you know, camaraderie. Mm -hmm. I made one of my best friends playing hockey, you know, it's just amazing. It's a really good team sport I think and I don't think there's anything like a hockey locker room having played other sports and I mean granted not everybody could handle it but right it, it is fun it's it's a good life so that's awesome so you mentioned when we were hanging out last week I think it was maybe a couple of weeks ago um that you coached some of the kids that were on the USA team so how did you get into coaching well it was more of a I helped out Oh, okay. <laughs> on the coaching side of things when we were getting everything ready for uh like it's like learn to skate and stick handling stuff and so I did little stuff like that and a couple of those kids were there and so having played in that area I was always part of those learn to skates and stuff so I just know them pretty well and had taught them how to stick handle held their hands while they learned how to skate yeah so which is weird makes me feel old yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty cool, though. I mean, to see that they're up at the Olympics, that besides the NHL is probably the highest honor you can have for a hockey oh, yeah. player. And luckily, Even they're bringing them. the NHL. Luckily, they're bringing them back. So it sounds like. Yeah. Bringing the NHL guys back to the Olympics. So that'll be Yeah, good. it seems weird without them. It is. It's not the same. That's for sure. Not as no. high level. For sure. So, um, excuse me so what is the like biggest i guess tournament type thing that you've been at in your playing days uh we used to play in this thing called the nike bauer invitational and uh that was huge i mean it was the biggest triple a hockey tournament in the country uh we had teams from canada come play russia all wow. different levels uh it was just teams from it was just the biggest tournament i mean there was gordy howe was there one year with the stanley cup and brett hall's uh, dad bobby hall who played in the nhl um as well one of, he's also a legend wow. um just a lot of cool things which bobby hall is a dirty man old man so oh that's funny so um you know hockey is pretty international when it comes to, you know, European countries play it across the board and are really good at it. How cool is it to be part of a sport that is so worldwide? It didn't used to be. I mean, when I started playing, it wasn't even real big in the USA. Mm. Um, you got to think we've just recently, there's a reason it was a big deal that we won that gold medal in 1980. Right. Uh, <laughs> we just weren't at the same level as these other countries. Um, and the development of USA hockey, actually part of it is the part of a gentleman who lives in Red Lodge, uh, Al Bloomer, who is part of the Billings Bulls organization for a long time, but he worked for USA hockey for a long time as well and helped get USA hockey to the same level as, you know, 
Canada. Um, right. I wouldn't say Russia because Russia is not on the same level as it used to be. Um, but it's just nice to see that USA is competitive in my favorite sport now. No, for sure. I mean, even this year, I think they took fourth in the Olympics, but they had a good team. It just they should have won that. They should have won the gold medal. They shit the bed. Yeah, luck both didn't them go and out Canada on their did. Side. <laughs> well, both them and Canada, they were awful. So, but we yeah. beat Canada this year. So that's what matters, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Got to beat those guys up north for sure. They're they're ridiculous. I honestly, I know that like the NBA for Summer Olympics has their NBA players. I don't understand why they don't have NHL players for the hockey. It's all the NHL commissioner, and that's a that's a huge deal that they finally seem to be getting it worked out. It just didn't get worked out before the Olympics, so. Well, good. At least for the next ones, they'll have them. Maybe, <laughs> hopefully, they can change hopefully. their mind. And also, we're probably going to have a different NHL commissioner. Oh, really? By then. So, we'll see what happens. Wow. Um, yeah. So, you know, you have mentioned to me, you have two things that are pretty significant that have made your hockey playing a little bit different. One, you're blind in one eye. That is true. So, how do you go about playing hockey with that? I mean, that's got to be difficult. Well, for me, I was born this way, so it was just what it was. I, I don't know any right. better. So uh, I will say the one hard thing is you do got to kind of keep your head on a swivel, and there's been a few times where that didn't happen, and I got destroyed because mm-hmm. somebody hit me on my blind side, and I ran into – a kid that played for Bozeman who was as big as a house. So that hurt. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. I, people were like, oh, how are you doing? I mean, it's just, it is what it is. Like, right. you know, so. I mean, if you were born with it and you've lived with it your whole life, you learn how to adjust to things for sure. Exactly. So it's like almost, how, how do you breathe so much with, the big nose that I had, you know, <laughs> I don't know, I've always had a big nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how you are. <laughs> exactly. For sure. And then another thing that happens in a lot of sports, but I think especially hockey, since it is a contact sport is brain injuries. And I know that you've mentioned that you have some, yeah, some CTE some, or something like that. Yeah. Right? Uh, so I post concussion syndrome, which leads into CTE. Uh, from having, but I've had a, 11 concussions and you know it's affected my memory and there's things I'm doing to seeing doctors and all sorts of stuff to just keep my brain health and memory up um and then the whole uh you know at at first it was my head that was uh the problem with the pain and the headaches and all that and that's subsided tremendously since I started seeing this doctor but my memory is probably the biggest thing that I've had issues with. And it's hard to more short, more of my short-term memory than long-term, you know, I, you know, you mm. know, my wife, she'll remember, I'll, I'll say something that happened 10 years ago to her, but I can't remember what shirt I wore yesterday type of thing. It's very weird. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's kind of a price that 
a lot of people don't think about and it can be very scary i i am yeah it can be very well, scary having, to live with having been the big guy on the ice everybody was always trying to hit me because it made them look cool and right. so well, the problem with that is if your head if you're turned around and somebody hits you from behind and you hit your head into the boards that happened it's to me that's probably how, exactly and that's about how most of them happened to me so dang that's not good man I also had a kid I used to play with. I watched his career end right in front of me. He, uh, we were only 13 mm-hmm. and he clotheslined, he skated too fast, didn't stop, and he clotheslined himself with the goalpost. Yeah. So that oh was interesting. God. Yeah. So good. Wow. Really good at hockey, too. <laughs> That's not good. No, it was not. Not at all. So who would you say was your like biggest rival growing up? Hockey wise, it was actually, uh, well, I'll do personally and then I'll do team wise. Uh, there's a team that's really big in uh, Michigan. They've called Mona Shores. It's a high school team. And like Justin Albuquerque of the Red Wings used to play there. The dad, oh. uh, his son played AAA hockey against me. And growing, we grew up playing against each other on the opposite team, play for Grand Rapids or Muskegon. He always changed between the two. And him and I always just had a huge competition. He ended up playing. We got in so many fights. He ended up playing for the uh, UCHL team in Kalamazoo, the K-Wings. But, yeah, he was – I still don't think I like him very much. Trevor Boyd, kids, (laughs) he's a dick. Uh, And even if he wants to contact me, if he hears this, you know, I still think you're an asshole. Uh, (laughs) Um, and then growing up, I would say the one team I hated playing against that I just always was, we, it always got chippy was whenever we play a team called the Chicago mission, them and the Chicago fury. Um, it was just, we, they kicked our ass, but it was always just, we hated each other. Yeah. And then here, here in Billings, obviously it was Helena. It was always a huge game. Always a huge rivalry. Our coach and the other coach had a huge rivalry against one another, and it just bled out into us. And we just we destroyed them all year. It's fine. We lost our first game to them, but then ended up winning. Uh, the rest of them. Uh, we ended up losing our playoff series to them. We ended up going to nationals. Us, Helena, and Missoula made it to nationals because Helena oh, got wow. to go automatically because they were not, they were the defending national champions. Out of all the Billings, or all the Montana teams, we went three and zero until the semifinals, which we lost the game we shouldn't have lost. And Helena and Missoula went home early, so it shows you. And Helena's owner was a commissioner of the whole league. Oh wow! Here in Billings, yeah, here in Montana, so. There was always a little bit of bullshit on the side. So a little bit of bias, right? Yeah. Dang. Well, hey, I know Kennedy has started a podcast too. So um where can that be found and kind of what is it about? So that podcast she does with her friend. Uh they do uh it's basically a lifestyle uh weight loss journeys that they both had. My wife had gastric bypass surgery, uh, so did her friend. Uh, 
more detail into it and how to live with it. And I'm also featured in that podcast once. Uh, it's called uh, the Fabulously Fit Podcast with her and her friend from Arizona, uh, D, is what she calls her, and that's her name. <laughs> but uh, we actually went to Vegas with her, and she's a good. She's a really cool person, and. I'm glad they're doing this podcast. I think they're going to help a lot of people. And I think checking it out would be huge. Tell your ladies about it. And they had their first guy host a couple of weeks ago. So besides me, I don't think I count. I'm a husband. (laughs) So, uh, but, you know, like in my episode, we talked about the weight loss change and how much that's, you know, affects your marriage. And it is actually, you know, you don't think it will, but it, it does. The way people look at her now, the way things have just changed in general. Her lifestyle is different. It was an adjustment. There's something to look at when you're... If you get bored and you want to listen to a new podcast, at least go subscribe to it so we can get those numbers up. <laughs> For sure. I've listened to a couple episodes myself just because, of course, I'm friends with you and Kennedy, so I wanted to see what it was about. So, um, yeah, no, it's really good. Um, where can it be found, though? Uh, I know Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I don't know. She also has a YouTube channel for it. Okay, cool. I don't know if awesome. it's on any of the other podcast platforms. Awesome, sweet. I have. Which who else uses? I mean, anything else really? So yeah, the only other one <laughs> I'm on is Google Podcasts because I have a um Android. So <laughs> exactly. So I, I think it should be it should be on Google Podcasts then. So awesome. So she uses a hosting platform, and I can't imagine it's not doesn't go to the Android stuff as well. So yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks so much, Kyle, for coming on. It's great to talk about all your hockey endeavors and just everything, man. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on and uh be great to talk to you again down the road and maybe we can talk more more sports and not focus on me so much. Yes, definitely. (laughs) All right, buddy. All right. Talk to you later, man. Later.